Hi, gang. Hi. Give it a few more minutes. Hi, gang. Make co-host. Laurie, I've made your host. Thank you. Hi, Neff. Hi. Hi. It's been weird. Hold on. And we have You're in my pocket. Okay. No, no problem. <laughs> Ready for this gang? Yes. Oh, I love, love, love this workshop. Start seeing everything, and I know we're all seeing everything anyway, but start seeing more. <laughs> Lori, whenever you're ready, share the screen, please. Authentic kindness, people pleasing, and subconscious manipulation. Okay, we're ready to go. So, most of our thoughts are all from our subconscious. We only have, we've got 10% here but there's studies out saying that it's as little as 3%. So that's like how much control that we actually have over our beliefs, emotions, habits, values, the things that have been programmed into us, um, beliefs that have happened, think, experiences that have happened in the past that we've then gained a belief from, habits that we've picked up from people around us, our environment, even family, DNA, all this type of stuff. So... It's up to us to bring conscious awareness to our behaviors. And we do that through getting into our subconscious and what we're doing with our self-awareness by looking at our behaviors. And we can see other people's subconscious behaviors too and their beliefs by what they say and by what they do. And this is why taking things personal or asking somebody else for advice on something that they haven't done or are doing is basically a waste of our own time because it all comes from our own um, beliefs and programming. Someone might have beliefs and programming that you can't do a certain thing and you might have a goal and you might go and speak to them and they'll be like, oh, don't do that or this or watch this or this. And then you get talked out to things because of everyone else's programming. So it's going into that voice within us who has all the answers. We have all our own answers and that's what we're here for. We are all our own guru. And we're here just to connect with ourselves. Okay, we'll move on. So let's speak about authentic kindness, people pleasing and subconscious manipulation. So a lot of people can do things for you and not understand from a place of why they're doing these things. So what can happen a lot of the time is we can do things for we can overgive and we can do and do and do and do then we get a raging cob on with them 
and then we don't want them in our life anymore. Then we retreat and then we're like, I'm sick of this. I'm not going out there anymore. All these people. And this is when we know that we have been people pleasing. Because what that means is that we've got to a point in our life where it's tipped a scale on what we've overgive. I'm just going to mute one second. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we, we know that we've overgive by our reaction to somebody else's um, behavior. That's when we know that we've overstepped our ceiling of giving. Just let someone else in. So just let someone else in and gone. Laurie, if anyone else comes in, will you let them in, please? Thank you. So um, let's look at this scenario. Someone offers you a lift. Authentic kindness would be, I'll take you. It makes me happy that I can drive you. I don't want anything in return, just that I can give us enough for me. I'm doing this for you. Kindness is always for another person. And then people pleasing would be, I will take you. It makes me happy that I can drive you. Um, if you don't make me feel valued, I'll be upset that you're ungrateful. I'm doing this for us. So I'm doing it for you. I want to help you. You know, I'm not just like doing it for me, but at the same time, I want something back from you. I'm not going to ask you for petrol money, but I want something back from you, whether that be to quiz you on a million things about what's going on as soon as you get in the car or whether it be a thank you. Now, this is a hard pill to swallow because we all believe that, you know, it's just rude. It's just rude, like, to not say thank you. But if we get annoyed by somebody else not giving us that thing, then that means that we were searching for validation for our worthiness, for our kindness within them, for them to tell us that we're kind. And if they don't, then they're just ungrateful. When actually, what we were actually doing was we were trying to, we were trying to get something in return. And we all do this, by the way. We all do this. It's just about actually going why am I doing this am I doing this to try and get something in return or am I actually how would I respond how would I feel if this person just got off after I gave them it and that's when you know why you're doing it subconscious manipulation would be I'll take you on the way I'm gonna ask you x y and z or I'll ask you another time and don't forget I did this for you I'm doing this for me so this would be when someone sort of does things for you and then makes a little list of things well remember in March when I done this for you or remember when so that means that I done that because now I'm going to cash in on my return that's subconscious manipulation so for me personally I believe that that's given a little piece of our power away. It's like we're giving little pockets of our energy to people and they can cash them in whenever they want. So it's not just harmful for the other person, it's harmful for us as well. Has anyone got any questions about this slide of authentic kindness, people please, and also conscious manipulation? Okay, go on to the next one. So this is why self-awareness is so important that we must work on ourselves and surround ourselves with others who do the same. 
because if someone is not working on themselves, they will 1000% be doing that because you've got to have full self-awareness to even know. So it's so important that we surround ourselves with people who are on the journey just like we are. So let's be our best self and gather awareness so that we can give freely to others, but to also understand when we are being held at ransom and when we do it to other people. Okay. Okay, so we're going to explore now inside of each, each type of each of the brains of subconscious manipulation and people pleasing and um, authentic kindness. So in this, we've got subconscious manipulation. I will do something for you, whether you ask or not. I'll remember what I did for you and I'll make sure that you remember as well. I'll also have a list in my mind what I can swap you for. I am doing this for me. If we are doing something for someone to get something in return, that is not kindness. It's subconscious manipulation. So we're actually manipulating someone else through using kindness and then saying, I'm being kind. Okay, go on to the next one. We have got, do you know, are we doing a question? We're doing a question. Okay, so here, explore how this has shown up for you in your life. Is it something that you are aware of that you do to others or that somebody else has done for you, done to you? Just have a little think because when you get your um when you get a scenario in your personal life around this, you'll never forget what it is. So try and really think of a time now when you've maybe done something for somebody else and they've sort of like um but sorry, somebody has done something for you. And they've sort of held you at ransom. They haven't let you forget that they've done it or they've wanted something in return. Or think of a time when maybe you have done something for somebody else and have wanted something in return subconsciously. It could just be going to a place um, to more the people please and going to a place and um, to make someone else happy so that they don't get mad at us. What we're wanting is for them to validate us rather than us being in our truth. I'll give you a little second with that question and then we'll move on to the next one.
Okay, we'll move on to our next slide. So we're moving on to people pleasing. I'll give you things whether you ask for them or not. So this is where we can overgive. We can overgive. Even if someone says I'm all right or like it's okay, you want to give, you want to give, want to give. I'll give you things whether you ask or not, and I'll get upset if you don't appreciate it. So say, for instance, someone says to me, I'll do X, Y, and Z for you. And I'm like, no, it's all right. You know, I'm, I've, I've got it. It's all said, No, no, I want to do it. I want to do it. And I, okay, then you do it. Then the person does it. And then I don't shower them with gratitude, like validate everything that they've done. Then that would mean that they would be um, people pleasing. So in people pleasing, I'll think you are ungrateful if I, I'll think you are ungrateful. I did it because I am kind and you are taking advantage of me. I need to receive validation to meet my own subconscious need to feel valued. So that's what someone's trying to get when given. This isn't all the time, you know, there's authentic kindness, which we'll move into next, but this is in people pleasing. Um, and if you don't give me this, it will trigger me and I'll take this out on you. I am doing this for us. So it's not totally, you know, just doing it for me, just to get what I can. We obviously do want to give when we do this and we all do it. Um, people pleasing is an attempt to control another person's perception of us that leads to resentment later down the line. And what happens is in any relationship that we have, we have to be, this is the one thing that we have to be aware of from day one. Because if we want somebody if we're trying to control someone's perception of us then we're going to do things and overgive to make them see us in a certain light now somewhere along the line we're not going to get from them whatever it is that we're trying to get to fill this subconscious void and then the relationship will break down and there will definitely be resentment and that resentment will all be from our own actions rather than going in the beginning am i overgiving you am i Am I trying to like give too much to make them think I'm nice or I'm good or whatever and actually rein it back in because then you're reclaiming your energy rather than just giving all of your energy away. And when we reclaim our energy, we become more valuable. Like imagine being there on tap for every single person every single day. People value you less, of course they do, because they just know that you'll always be there. Whereas when you value yourself and we value our own time, people know that when they get your time, that it's precious and they value it because all of our time is precious. But it all depends on how we treat our time, how we treat ourselves, how we value ourselves is exactly what we'll get from other people. So think about this. Has anyone ever got mad at you for no reason at all? Like just got mad at you and you don't know why that could be a sign that they have overextended themselves and then haven't got what they wanted in return, but you didn't know what you were meant to give them. They, they were just given to get something that you didn't get and then people get mad, then they retreat and we don't have no idea why. So explore here how this is showing up for you in your life. Is this something that you are, um, is this something that you are aware that you do to others or that somebody else has done to you? Give it a little minute. 
we will move on to our next slide. Authentic kindness, I am giving to you, I am giving to you what you want, not what I want to give. I expect nothing in return, given to you is enough. It's the process and not the outcome. So you're not trying to get something at the end. It's just, we all feel good when we give. Of course we do, doesn't mean that we're people pleasing. We all feel good when we give, giving feels great but it's our response to what we're trying to get from the other person that makes the decision whether it's authentic kindness or not. The process, not the outcome. I am doing this for you. This takes 100% awareness, being authentically kind. So it's always asking ourselves, why am I doing this? Am I overgiving? Am I trying to get something in return? It's that's the key of getting something in return. And that something in return might just be a thank you. It doesn't matter what it is. It might just be like a validation. So sit with yourself now and write down a time when you have been authentically kind to somebody and a time when somebody else has been authentically kind to you. For you to understand the authentic kindness would be for you to have not given anything in return. That's how you know someone else has been authentically kind to you. If you didn't give anything in return and they still treated you the same way. There's one thing that I always use and it tells you everything that you need to know about a person instantly. And it's to find out what the person wants, then say no. And then watch how they behave. That will tell you everything that you need to know about a person. Like a friend, don't know, wants you to go out on Saturdays, say, and you say no. Oh, are you joking? Like that'll, that, that's not having you and your needs. It, there's no consideration for you and then that's where we fall into people pleasing when we're involved in authentic um, people pleasing when we're involved in subconscious manipulation let's go here we'll have a laugh blah 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 but it might that might be what you want so it's about authentic kindness it's always what the other person wants not what we want we tend to give what we want it's just human behavior but it's actually going, what does that other person want? And not expecting anything in return. You could speak to somebody and find out what they want and say no. And they could be like, okay, well, I hope you have a good day, whatever you're doing. That'll, that'll tell you everything about the person. But the key is to find what they want. Let's think of a relationship. Let's say a young girl gets into a relationship with a man and um, she says no to sex and all of a sudden he doesn't text her anymore. That would show you everything about him. If he was still being kind to her, then that will show you his real and true intentions of what his, his real intentions was. 
That was just a random example. <laughs> Give it a little mim with that slide. So this is why authentic kindness does not exist in people who do not know their own needs. That's what it means by love yourself. Um, there's subconscious needs that need to be filled. We must meet them ourselves. So whatever it is that we're trying to get, we're all, we've all got these subconscious needs and all these voids inside us. Whatever it is that we are trying to get, we can give ourselves. So we have to find out when we overgive, what is it that I'm trying to receive? What is it that I want from this overgiven? Because when we overgive that, but we're looking for something to fulfill something on a subconscious level. And then it's giving that thing to ourselves. And then we won't need it from someone else. Then we won't people please, because we will have given it to ourselves. That void's gonna be filled. Whether we want it filled or not, that void is subconscious and it's powerful. And as we spoke at the beginning about the over 90% of our behaviors are all run from our subconscious, the subconscious is going to get what it wants. And a lot of the ways it gets it is not good for us and it cannot be good for other people as well. So it's about us asking, what is it that I need to be filled? Where are these bleeds? And then we just fill them ourselves. It could be anything. It could be validation. Validate yourself every day. Every time you complete a, a piece of work, validate yourself tell yourself how great you've done at the end of every night when you go to bed it's like think about all the things you did do not all the things you didn't do all this validation that we give to ourselves means that we need less of it from other people and then we become more free we become more authentic we be, we have less um less care over judgments and just start to be our authentic selves this is why loving ourselves and having our boundaries is important because boundaries is just a form of love for ourselves and for others. Boundaries don't block anybody else out. They help us let people in in a healthy way. Um, and then we don't get upset by the insignificant actions of someone else. If we've got these boundaries and these levels that are given, then we won't get upset by the insignificant actions because we can't control what somebody else gives us anyway. Self-sufficiency, this is why self-sufficiency is important as well. Um, we don't need to look outside. We fulfill our own needs and we will not be manipulated because there is not something that we are needing. When we need something from somebody else, 
we're, and we're not self-sufficient, we're very, very, we're more likely to be manipulated because it's something that we need. Whereas when we create that self-sufficiency within, we can give it to ourselves. Can we go to the next one? So actual little van going down, going down the mountain backwards. <laughs> the Overgiver. As part of our growth, we will begin to see how we have overgave in situations with an expectation to receive, even if all that was wanted was a thank you. When we do not receive what we expected, our view begins to change. We retreat, we form a negative worldview. I wouldn't do that. When we understand our value doesn't come from the insignificant actions of another, we learn to value ourselves. We hit a new level of self-love. We are human and we are born to connect, not isolate. We learn from others. People will trigger you. This is the next part of your work and don't hide from it. When we have boundaries and we do not give to receive any form of praise, we allow others in because we learn no one can hurt us without our permission. We set a boundary, we reinforce it and we let go. Having these boundaries around ourselves are so important because we become, our heart is then able to open if we are walking around with a closed heart, we are not just closing ourselves off to all the hate and the pain, we're also closing ourselves off to all the love and the joy and everything else that exists. We wanna be able to walk in situations with our hearts open knowing nobody can hurt us. We don't wanna be like, I'm not doing that because of this and I'm not saying this because of this and if I do this, then we wanna be able to walk in in our power and be like, no one can hurt me because I know what hurts me. I know what hurts me and I know what triggers me. So I'm going to have boundaries around these things. I'm going to be able to express myself in a authentic way, vulnerable way. It, it, and it could be within saying, um, one of the requirements that I have to access my energy and a boundary in my life is that I wish to receive my, I wish my energy to be reciprocated. So me, for instance, I either give or I don't. I don't like, I'm like in or I'm not because I don't scatter my energy in different places. And if I'm not in, it's because I've seen a reason why not to be in. Walking into every situation and loving, but also knowing where our line is and what is and isn't okay with us. So when we walk into a situation and we're like, my heart's open, and then we decide then to say, I'm going to share with you vulnerably, I require integrity. So if you say you're going to be somewhere at a certain time, this isn't an expectation. This is a requirement. I require people with integrity in my life in exchange for my energy. My energy is valuable. I know what I give. So you don't get it. You don't get the access of that unless X, Y, and Z and you decide what those things are that you require to access your energy. It might be truth. You might invite people that lie. You know, it might be integrity, someone being there with you. It might be consistency. All We all have these requirements and things that we want. And a lot of our requirements are standard. Like this is crumbs. This isn't asking for too much. This is bare minimum. Bare minimum. Like honesty, integrity. These are things that... Nobody should be in our life if they're not creating a safe space for us. 
we can't be ourselves if we don't feel safe. <laughs> if we don't feel safe, we can't be authentic. So it's really important that we feel safe. And for us to feel safe, we need to know what our requirements are and we have to be able to communicate them in a vulnerable way by setting a boundary and be willing to let that thing go. If that doesn't meet our requirements, this is what I need to feel safe. I know that I need to feel safe to be able to be my authentic self. Being my authentic self is the most important thing to me. So these are my requirements. And if I don't get them, there's no energy exchange. And it's cutthroat, but it's how we stay in our authenticity. If somebody else isn't authentic with us, we feel that. It's, um, it's like a... It's like a negative, like fakeness, and you're like, oh, you don't feel safe to be yourself. It's like when we shine our lights, it's other people shine theirs. There's so many different ways you can look at consistency, for instance. Consistency. If somebody's inconsistent, it creates a negative feedback loop in our brain. It's our inner child going towards a situation that is making her feel unworthy and not good enough. And she's trying to prove that she is. So when she gets the little tiny piece of energy back, She's like, yay. And then she's waiting for this piece of energy again to show that she's worthy. Inconsistency. No. It's not good for our brain. Just have a little second with that. And then we'll move on. Think about your requirements. What do you require for the exchange of your energy? Do you give people a second, a future chance if they haven't meshed, matched your energy or do you step back for good? I think definitely give a second chance for it's got to be a vulnerable conversation when the boundary is set. So for me, I set the boundary. I have a very vulnerable conversation that is normally very hard to have, like very hard because you're just wide open, like you're not putting anything on someone else. So when you do this, it makes me feel, not you made me feel, it, it made me feel. So now knowing this, I need X, Y, and Z. So you set that boundary and then you step and then you watch the behavior. And then if it happens again, you reinforce the boundary. Remember when we had that conversation and I mentioned to you about X, Y, and Z? I feel like you're not hearing my needs. This is what I need, X, Y, and Z. And then if these things don't get met, after you know they've heard you and you've shared in a vulnerable way, it's got to be vulnerable and it can't be blaming. It's really got to be from, from your heart. Then you have to step back because you're, you're going to keep getting what you accept. We only ever get what we accept. We're never going to get any more than what we accept. Ever. Ever. And we've got to know what we expect. You know, we've got to know what our requirements are because if we don't know, how can we tell someone else what they are? And how do we know that that somebody else probably would have gave us the X, Y, and Z if we'd have asked? A lot of people don't know what they're doing. A lot of people don't know that they're hating or whatever they're doing. There aren't people going around purposely like doing it. If, if we have needs, it's up to us to... request them and you know be vulnerable but we've got to know what our needs are haven't we 
first and we know what our needs are when we're when we feel triggered or when we we get into our core values of what's important to us but it's being very clear this is this is what i require the next change in my energy and then if they don't want to give that then they won't and then you've got to go welcome okay we'll move on Okay, so have a little second with the whole workshop, what we've just done. So we went through um, subconscious manipulation, people pleasing and authentic kindness. And we also went through overgiven, boundaries, values, our requirements, communicating in a vulnerable way, what our needs are. So have a little think here now and just explore your understanding of the workshop and jot down things that you're going to do to integrate this into your life because we can all sit and learn things all day but if we don't actually integrate what we're actually doing into our life then the learning doesn't mean anything you can there can be someone who's been on self-work journeys for 20 30 years but haven't integrated the learnings into life which means there's no growth and there's no change this is the most important part the integration so I'll leave you for a sec, just to have a little think through of ways how you can implement what we've spoke about tonight into your life. next sorry just a visualization next okay let's take the share screen off then and we'll have a little chat and then we'll do our visualization because if we have a we won't be able to have a chat after the visualization will we and we'll all be like mo how are you <laughs> can't hear you Still can't hear that. No, I can't hear anything. <laughs> we'll find um those mic and stuff. For now, I just wanted to ask anyone, has anyone got any questions about the workshop that we've just done? Is there anything that's not sitting well, anything contradictory, anything that you couldn't get your head around, anything? What anything you want clarification on? Any past situations? No. 
Hi, Jen. There she is. Hi. <laughs> you hi, Liz. I'll ask you this, actually. <clears throat> so I'm, I'll, I'm open about this. I'm not bothered. But I'm with a recovery program at the moment. Um, and I'm fine. And at the moment, I'm wanting a lot of validation from the group. I don't know why. I think it's just because I'm swapping like one thing for another. Do you know what I mean? And I'm sort of like, I've got all this like support behind me. And then it's been sort of taken back. And I'm like, Ugh. do you know what I mean? I feel like everyone's like against me. And they're not. And I, and I voice this to them as well. But it's a bit embarrassing. I feel like, say, like saying it to them. Do you know what I mean? And being like, I need, yeah. I feel I want validation. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, there's, there's men on there and there's one that I fancy as well. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it's like, because... <laughs> <laughs> when he's not replying I'm like why, why is it does he not like him anymore and, and, and I don't know it's like I don't know does that make any sense to you you're learning something new did you say it's my, my um, recovery so it's like a little group for that so it's on a whatsapp group mm-hmm. so it's constantly on the go all the, all the time and like I wasn't on my phone much before that and now I feel like because I've got to be on it to sort of keep up I feel like I'm just wanting validation quite a lot yeah yeah and it's amazing to see to see it to see it to ask what it is that you want what is it that you want if if you could put words in their mouth what would you want them to say okay I don't know no no I don't know because they were telling me like so much they're proud of me and stuff how, how well I've done and then it's sort of, I've got, I've, I don't know, like they've sort of pulled their energy back because I'm getting on okay, if you know what I mean. And I think yeah. like my part of me is still holding on to that. Someone's telling me, validating me that I'm doing well still. I, I know it sounds really stupid, but like I wanted to no, tell somebody else because it sounds like No, I find that I look for validation every time I learn something new. So when I'm in a new thing, like that I haven't done before. I'm like, is this right? Is this okay? And I'm like, who's that? I'm never like that. But I am like that when I'm learning something new because I'm concerned if I'm getting it right or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Rather than just having like the faith in your ability. And then every time I get into something new, it happens and I go, right, okay. Remember who you are. Now it's daft. It could be baking a cake, for instance. It's, does it go on that or does it go on that? Like, just fucking do it and see if it burns. And if it burns, you know, for next time. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it can happen in, like, so many areas. And it's we've all been programmed to validation, every single one of us. That good girl, good boy that we all got as a child is programmed validation that we all search for. We are all a small child searching for that well done. And it's not until we every day give that well done to ourselves that we don't need it off anyone else so the key in this is just find what you want them to tell you and tell myself it yeah that's it and it'll just go watch do it for a week and watch it'll just go because it's, it's just mad how, how it makes you feel isn't it like, like before like before I was like I was like that like down I didn't come to the, the rebirth because I was like I just I was in the mood of myself and I was like Gemma stop it like just go just get do you know what I mean? And I thought, oh, I'm not doing that again. Do you know what I mean? So that's how stupid it is. But I'm glad I came here because it makes sense of everything that's going on in my life. It's, yeah. It's just having the awareness, isn't it, Jen? That's it. And you're not on your own, you know. We all do this. I guarantee every single person here and every single person out there does it. 
This is just human behavior. So don't ever feel like you're on your own. Just go, okay, this is happening. I've got the awareness, which is amazing, by the way, that you've even got the awareness that it's happening and that you know that you can make a change. You know that you can change it. It's not who I am. This is Gerard and this is just who I am. It's, okay, I can see this happening. I want to make a change about that. Do you know how amazing that is? Yeah. Like, it's like incredible on its own to be this self-aware and, and wanting to, you know, get better and do better. So yeah, just find out what it is that you're looking for and then know that your glass needs filling up with that thing. And then once you're full, you, they could say to you, Gem, you've done terrible this week and you just laugh at them and go, you're joking, aren't you? Amazing. It is. It's a whole like in a child thing, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. when, when I went to a little walk with them on, on Saturday, they were all like, oh, you're doing so well. And then this week, because it's been quite quiet, from responding to me I'm like don't like you anymore do you know but yeah like you're right I yeah. will start involved it myself yeah I, yeah, I think <laughs> look into like the ego and higher self stuff that we've all done as well yeah like our ego is our inner child's dad so if our inner child that's like guaranteed the ego is around somewhere the ego is the protector of the inner child the ego is the inner child's dad so see that don't they like me anymore you've just made them not replying about you they could be in a hospital, you know, or whatever. Like, might not even see in the bone. Or when we find that we're looking for things like that, that's then our ego. That's it, our inner child's dad. And then we're like, okay, me ego's here. What's me ego want? And then you go, okay, there's a trigger from me inner child because the ego wouldn't be there if the inner child wasn't triggered. So we, we get rid of all the ego, we move into our higher self, we let go of all this judgment and the overthinking and the overdoing and get into our body through inner child. And it's it's seeing her there all the time and talking to her all the time. Tell her well done every day. Since I've been like <clears throat> doing that programme, I felt like I've sort of lost myself again, do you know what I mean? Because I was so like into all like this this kind of stuff and like self-work I feel like I've, 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 I know I had to do that though that, that was like a big thing for me to, to do in my life I needed to do that so I feel like I've sort of put that above everything else I'm above myself as well if you know what I mean above like my what I want to do so that's why it's sort of like at the moment but I'll get there again Liz Rona you know I've got it's all... natural and um, you know like yeah. look at rebirth. rebirth's a program that we do every year everyone comes back every year they've got completely different answers to the first year you know this self-work is it's a forever journey there is no end to this shit the more awareness you get, the more shit you find. And then you're like, oh my God, oh my God. And then something else comes back around that you thought that you got over. That just needs to show you one more time just to see if you've got it. <laughs> you know, and it's just being gentle through the whole journey and never put anything above yourself, your self-worth, nothing. No person, no job, no nothing. Because when you're on point with your self-worth, everything else falls into place. If you feel good inside you, you're going to put yourself in higher vibration. You're going to attract better jobs. You're going to attract better people. You're going to attract better partners. If you're aware of all this stuff within the manipulation and psychology and all this stuff that's happening every day around us by people, then you won't get yourself in situations that are going to harm you. Do you know what I mean? Like, not on, not on above you. You are everything and more. Thank you. So passionate about that, Jen. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks so much for sharing, Jen. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Has anybody else got anything that they would like to share about the workshop we've just done? Or just does anyone just 
have anything they want to share or talk about? Um, can I? Yes, I please. Um, so with the like matching energy thing, like with people that you meet, my, me and my sister have a really, really close relationship. But at the moment, yeah. like our energies do not match pretty much on any level. And absolutely everything, even down to like, I don't know, just little decisions like what we're going to eat. We we just clash completely. And it's really hard because I keep saying to myself, if this was somebody else in life, I'd have like waved goodbye a very, very long time ago. But because it's my sister, like obviously I can't, well, I don't want to because she's like my best mate. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's, I don't even know like what to do at the moment with it because we're not meeting in the middle anywhere. Have you just had a conversation about it? I've tried a few times, but she's quite, like, she just avoids everything. Yeah. She's in that yeah. place at the moment where she's like, nope, there's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong in life at all. Everything's great, but it's not. <laughs> I'm like, Katie, like, she's like, no, I don't want to speak about that today. I'm having a nice day today. But it's like that every time I try and speak to her. <laughs> yeah, and it's toxic positivity, isn't it? And that's what we, what we know as... Um, spiritual and emotionally bypassing and that's what stops us growing yeah. you know when we get into that place because everything is there no matter what we feel it's all in our subconscious and this came up a week, a week or so ago and someone said to me I'm having this negative thought but I'm, I don't want to write it in my journal because <laughs> I don't want to attract it to myself and like I was like no that negative thought is inside you and it's there for a reason and it wants to tell you something and it will keep coming back and whether you give conscious awareness to it and acknowledge it or not it's what you're going to attract anyway because you can't hide from it and it's when we hide from them shadows isn't it and there's nothing that you can do in this instance until she decides to face her shadows you now are yeah. doing deep, you're doing deep shadow work she's not ready for that no, maybe I'll just keep trying like to broach the subject until she's actually like, okay, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. see. What'll happen is what'll happen is she'll she'll realize that it's not saving her, and then she'll yeah. want to do the work. Actually. Oh, we'll just have a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, and it's difficult to be in those situations, isn't it? When yeah. you know, when you can see clearly. Especially when you're like, I'm I'm really quite a peaceful person as well. So I don't like to have confrontations, but with her, mm. I'm, it's the same with my kids, to be honest. Like, I don't know about anyone else who's got kids, but it's obviously they've got their own personalities and they, they usually pull away from what you're trying to guide them to at, at whatever age they are. So like, yeah, I'm just constantly battling with, I'm like, I feel like I'm up here and they're just kind of yeah, a bit behind. Asked yeah yeah and it's a natural it's a natural like evolution isn't it in life like for me I've got two sisters one of them does the work and one of them doesn't I'm naturally close to the one who does the work because I can have conversations with her like I love them both as equally but yeah. it's just it's, it's it's the level of conversation and things that you can engage in isn't it it's it's just mm -hmm. a, a natural thing and it's quite harsh as well but like for me I know that I am a soul I came into Liz to live out my life's purpose I have had multiple family members you know multiple lives multiple roles and I'm here to do this thing and be my authentic self nothing else matters to me but being my authentic self if that means I lose my family or I lose my dad or I lose my mum or whoever or friends so be it because I'm here to be my authentic self. 
You know what I mean? Like if you have to not be authentic for a, for a connection, it's not a real connection. No, and then, you know what I mean? Like if you just be authentic, no matter what, just that's it, authentic. Yeah. And even if, even if it creates a rift, it'll come back around. But sometimes yeah. things have got to fall apart to fall together, haven't they? We can't just pretend. It's not real. No, you're right. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> Thank you. Has anybody else got anything that they would like to share? Mo, do you get your mic working? No. <laughs> Alex, you got on. I thought you were out. I was walking back. I'm back now. Oh, you're back. <laughs> like you're in me pocket. You're in me pocket. How have you been? I'm good. How are you? Good, yeah. Lots of decisions. Did you see? Yeah, you see. I yeah. Can't believe it, you know. I was like, what is going on? My friends, um, I was meant to go to Mexico to see my friends at Christmas. And then um I was thinking about going home at Christmas. And then I was thinking, um, my friends asked me to travel to Thailand in New Year. And um, my other friends asked me to leave Costa Rica with her and travel Bali with her. And I was like, oh my God, there's so many options. And then it sort of like kept me to like, okay, what am I gonna do? And I remember like a month ago, I was looking at this little house in Wales and I was like, what are you doing? Just subconsciously, just subconsciously, like couldn't, didn't, didn't know why I was doing it. And then that happened yesterday with the Wales thing. And as, as amazing as all those things would have been, I wasn't feeling like, yeah, like they all seemed like amazing things but I just think where I am in my life now like travel for nearly six months moving every other week I traveled six countries last year I'm like I think I need a little house in Wales <laughs> I think I need to chill and like get some like stability and and feel yeah. grounded and yeah it's just so random and you see how excited I am Alex and excited over pans though like, I'm like, who are you? Who wants to go to Bali when you've got Wales? I know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so that, that's what I feel excited about right now. So that's the way. Random. Mm, random. Isn't that amazing, the um, people who message with the land? I know, that's so good. Couldn't believe it. So we've got two best self forests already. That proper excited. I know. I can't wait to see you at a retreat centre in Wales, yay. I know, I can't wait to see you too. It feels like it's been forever and it hasn't, but it feels like it has. I'm excited for it. So I'm thinking probably like springtime. Probably springtime. I don't know how you can be so in flow. Like a decision about where to live is like, it's major. Somebody's asked us to house swap and move to like Windermere to the Lake District and my son's there and my mum's there. But I'm like, that's like such a massive move. Are you excited about it? Um, and yeah, in a way. But I'm worried about the kids. I'm like, it, it's a big move for them, isn't it? So I'm worried about that. Adventures are good for kids. Yeah. Are you worried about the kids? Are you worried about you, Alex? 
I always want me less. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the kid's like, Mom, come on, let's go. And you're like, no. <laughs> it's stuff's scary, isn't it? I don't want it to make scary. It is, but you know what, Alex? There's no wrong decisions. That's the fucking great thing about it. There's no wrong decisions. Everything yeah. that comes to us comes for a reason, and we know to say yes or no by how we feel. We yeah. know yes or no by how we feel. But like we've done in many of our workshops, where we look to not go with our gut because our gut is stemmed, you know, with our brain and all of this communication and all our past fear. So it's going, oh, okay, that's me gut. But how does it really feel? Yeah. And all I, all I do is I'm not going to die. Yeah. Sorry, Faye's talking about her sweets. <laughs> okay, Faye. Happy Halloween. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, she's just come in. <laughs> Let's see. Don't worry about the kids. My mum moved with us to an island in Scotland when I was 14. She was 11 and really scary, but we had the best time ever. So much freedom and incredible memories. It'll be great. Aww. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, the kids are excited. Yeah, we just Very know it's all like, There's more countryside, there's more outdoors. Mm, and it's needed. Yeah. yeah. Outdoors yeah. Is just, it's needed. But you we'll can't see. make any wrong decisions, Alex. No. Because even, even if it doesn't feel like the right one, we learn, don't we? We learn it is. Everything's an opportunity, yeah. We learn. And ultimately, what we want now isn't what we're going to want in a year or two years or three years. Like, look at me. Everything I wanted last year, I got, and now I want something completely different. That's okay. Yeah. We're free to, you know, change our mind. You could go there, be there for a few years, and go, do you know what? That's a lovely time here, but I fancy going back. We're fucking free. We're fucking free. Nothing's final. Everything's temporary. Yeah. We move a lot. I move a lot. I'm never settled, ever. Hmm. Do you feel settled now? No. Never feel settled. Never? No. 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 Been here two years. It's just not the right house. So. Well, look at that fantastic opportunity that's just sprung upon you. There you go. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we are. Wow, yeah, loads of exciting things. It's normally this time of year, isn't it, when everything shifts and you're thinking about the moving forward and like the October just carries the energy of the next year. I find I'm always like that in October. Like when I'm weighing everything up type of thing. We will do our visualisation and then is everyone coming to the free masterclass? Yeah. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. So let's see. Um, angels flight, the famous angel flight. Never changed the song in the whole years. So. Okay, so let's just get cozy. Close our eyes. Just loosen your body up a little bit. Just move your shoulders, roll them back. Give your hands a little shake. Just relax into your seat. Relax your eyebrows. Remove your tongue from the roof of your mouth. Relax your jaw. Let your shoulders drop. And really sink deeper into your seat. 
And exhale, inhale, exhale. Ah. Really let it go. Audible exhale, inhale. Exhale. Ah. Letting the day go. All the stories our mind tells us. All the illusions that we keep ourselves in. Right now, here, in this moment, we are at peace. Right now, in this moment, there is nothing else other than peace. What are we bringing to our moments? We can choose to be here, right now, in this moment, where nothing else exists but peace. By getting present, lighting a candle, staring into the flame, watching the water as they fall down the dishes that we're washing after dinner. We can choose to be in this moment. Building more awareness for ourselves. Building awareness so that we are able to see and move through the stories, the illusions, the ego, our triggers. When our inner child's crying out for something, we're able to understand and see the perspective of others from a wider view. We're able to feel in to what we need, what we want. Sit with ourselves. Our awareness is everything. Without our awareness, we can't move forward and we don't have any peace. In this moment now, we are at peace. Hmm. And when you're ready, just bring your awareness back to the room. Give your nose a little wiggle. Give your body back up. Normally we just nod off, wouldn't we? But we've got class. So thank you so much, gang, for um for being here tonight. I've loved getting back on our little catch-ups as well as doing our workshops. Really excited for everything that we've got coming ahead. We're going to be doing a 14-day challenge in January. So get up and ready because it's go time. We are going to have the best year ever for 2023. So much plans. I feel like this six months off has just like refueled me and I'm like, oh in full creation mode and super excited for everything that we've got coming ahead. Um, yeah, super, 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 super excited. And um, I'll see you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'll see you on the masterclass in a minute. Yeah, we've got half an hour. Yeah, in a minute. Okay, gang. Love you all. See you soon. See you soon. Bye.